Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're gonna to be talking about Tisha Stouk. Yesterday marked two weeks since Gannon Stouk went missing. He's the 11-year-old boy from Colorado Springs who went missing on Monday, January 27th. Now things are sure quiet with law enforcement in terms of the public in the last couple days, but one thing for sure, stepmother Tisha Stouk has been anything but quiet. So I'm gonna run through a few new things as well as talk about some opinions and thoughts that I do have, but make sure that you stay to the end because I had some thoughts today that you don't want to miss. So stay tuned for that. Now let's get into it. So yesterday, which by the way was a full moon, brought all kinds of behavior out of Tisha. Now she posted a video, she made some Facebook posts, she deleted her Facebook, all kinds of things. And now there is a Tisha Stouk support group, if you can believe it. Now, earlier today, I noticed that it had almost 1,800 members. I'm sure that number has skyrocketed. And also there was over 65 posts, but that was earlier today. Now I didn't join, I only saw it and made note of how many people were in there. So in my previous video that I uploaded yesterday, I talked about a video that Tisha posted with Gannon in it. And it was the night before he went missing. She decided to show it to the public because in her mind, she was trying to prove a point and make herself look good, only it did the exact opposite. It totally backfired. It was Gannon in it and he was crying and whimpering and he sounded like he was in pain. And she kept asking him, did you do this on purpose? This is the last time I'm gonna ask you and we're gonna have to sell our couch so that we don't get kicked out of the house. All kinds of things that people have mentioned and made note on. My viewers also made comments about his whimpering and the crying and a lot were actually from nurses and medics and they were saying that he sounds like he's in a lot of pain. They, they made quite a few comments actually on it. Now, something that was super creepy on the TV, which is a random thought, okay, but I was listening to the TV on while this clip was playing. And do you remember in the Chris Watts video, there was a commercial playing while he was acting all weird? Well, this kind of seemed the, not the same thing, but it was kind of the same message almost. Like they were saying, I just got a creepy feeling from this video. It was sounded like something about TMZ and then it said, devastating, I can't lie. And I thought, well, that's weird. So back to that video, you can see Gannon in a tiny little glimpse on that camera. And she calls it her accidental recording because she accidentally recorded Lena in her bed asking why and then flips on the light and then walks up. But as soon as she gets to Gannon and starts talking to him, you can't even see him except for a tiny, tiny little bit of him, what looks like he's on the ground. And she says, I'm not gonna ask again, but I'm freaked out. Now here's the questions I have about this. Tisha sends a text about Gannon turning on a candle at around 10.54 p.m. that Sunday night. And I wonder what time this video was recorded at because Lena was already in bed, but I do wonder the time because technically it was a school night for a Sunday night. So I wonder what typically their bedtime was and because it's a school night, what time that was supposed to be. Because it's probably pretty late and, and I'm only guessing here 
if this all went down fairly late and she went straight to type out this text at 10.54 p.m. or did she stew on it? My guess is she doesn't have a whole lot of patience to wait to send something like that. So maybe it's close to 11 mark, which would be really late. And it could not be, right? It could be a lot earlier. Did Tisha already know that Gannon wasn't gonna go to school the next day if it was that late? And she did say he had a stomach ache that Monday morning, the day Gannon disappeared. So naturally, did she do something to Gannon and that's why he had a stomach ache? And if that's the case, I'm sure she certainly didn't wanna take him to the doctor the next morning because you know what kind of conversation that would be. At the same time, she wouldn't be able to send him to school either, right, if that's what the case was. Now, some family members are chattering about verbal abuse towards Gannon from the stepmom. And there's also chatter about abuse that the kids are saying at school that Gannon had mentioned. So we're not sure at this point, it is just chatter. The other question I have is where was Harley on that Sunday night? Was she home? Was she out? What time was that at? Because she did say after work, she saw Gannon at home. So was she still home when this all went down and he burned the carpet or whatever it was? And that text, and I did talk about it last night in a different video, like I mentioned, that was the video I had of the clip of this whole fiasco going down. She says on the text, he is fine, he is scared, and saying sorry and freaking out. Well, I wonder why he's freaking out. It was awful. Now, in one of her Facebook posts that I did read out loud last night in my other video right here, it was talking about punishment, and I'm going to bring that up. It said, I had every intention of covering up the fire that he started and protecting his feelings from what punished he thought he was going to get. That's what she said, not punishment. That kind of goes with that Peter Hyatt guy who was talking about things. You start to see a pattern with her. She didn't say punishment. She said punished. Has she already punished him? Was that the stomach ache, right? All these things start coming up. Then she says, that was our plan the next day was to rectify the situation so that his little heart could stop crying. I have the video because somehow my phone was recording and you can hear how sorry was. Somehow magically she had to go on her phone, get in if it was locked, go to the camera, hit the record button, carry it around and make sure it's hidden when she's facing Gannon, okay. That was by accident. So her plan the next day was to rectify the situation. What is it that you were rectifying? How were you rectifying it? So that his little heart could stop crying. Her view was to share this video because she believed that was gonna give her more protection or more, she was defending herself and that was gonna give her more kudos for how she's been handling this, all these things that's been going on. I'm not sure what this means, but she said, I have the pictures after we, we returned how, so please don't believe what these people are speculating. What pictures, right? And then if you think about being punished, if he's being punished for doing something with a candle, starting something on fire, would she be letting him go to a friend's house the next day? aside from being sick, right? Yep, he's sick, he has a stomach ache. Maybe he felt better a little bit later, but if he's being punished, 
for what he was doing, would he be going to a friend's house? Maybe, maybe not. But there's one small problem. Gannon is seen leaving with Tisha at 10.15 in the morning on Monday morning and does not come home with her. Now, in one of her plentiful posts, she said that the neighbor got paid to release that surveillance video. And she also states there is another one that has Gannon getting out the other door. And this is her words. She says, they have footage of the other side of the vehicle. Believe what you want because of a neighbor who was paid to release one half. And then in another post, she accuses Landon saying, wake up, she isn't a mother, open your eyes, she has something to do with it. So she's basically blaming Landon now for everything that's happening with Gannon. And I want to bring this up. This woman does not have any sort of responsibility for her own actions. She doesn't take responsibility for her own actions. Here's why I think that. Tuesday morning, she talks to someone via text about how she didn't have any neighbors' phone numbers. That was Albert who dealt with that. Albert lets the kids roam around. Albert, Albert, Albert. Then in the interview, she deserves apology. She didn't do anything wrong. It's the internet sleuths. It's the web sleuths that are to blame for everything that's going on and why she has to come on camera, right? Then she accuses Landon of the disappearance. But there's one major thing she's missing. He was in her care when he disappeared. So that is a major responsibility, but we don't hear anything about that. It's Landon's fault. Albert did that. Albert knows where everybody should be. I didn't do anything wrong. Cops weren't treating me fairly. There was, there's absolutely zero responsibility for her actions. Let's continue. Now she made an update that would have been I believe that was the Monday. She says, update, cops came, six of them, she says, searched the house because they said sometimes kids are good at hiding. Got all the information and I'm sorting through all your right now. Like She doesn't make sense when she types. My chest hurts so bad, I haven't eaten since 9 a.m. I feel like I'm having a panic attack. Thank you for all you guys are doing and keep us in your prayers. Note, there's not one mention about Gannon in that whole entire thing. Now, I cannot wait until they release the police body cams on this one. I wonder if she wore sunglasses in the house at 10 p.m. as well. One thing, too, about the interview, she was talking about Gannon both present tense and past tense. But when she was talking to the reporter, and I do have another video I'll put right here that I have all this about her, her words and her actually her hand movements too. When she was talking to him, the reporter was kind of looking at her and she's, when she was talking present tense, he's kind of like smiling. Yeah, he plays video games and he's kind of smiling. And then his demeanor totally changes and she starts talking to about him in the past tense. But one thing I noticed, that's when she was like, yeah, he was really great. He obeyed me because, right, he does what I want him to. He goes and if I say, Gannon, go feed the dogs or whatever. She's loving that because he's obeying, right? It's when he's not obeying that's not good. But that's just another little info snack. So as we look at this whole thing, all these little baby pieces of puzzles are starting to make one big puzzle, right? She's starting to open her mouth. 
she's been told not to and to be honest if she lawyered up i'm sure the lawyer is like what are you doing because she's thinking that she's proving her point and this is actually a good thing but she's totally incriminating herself so keep going girl you're doing a great job so let's look at every other piece right she applies for a job we know about a month ago she applies for a flight attendant and we're not sure if there's more or not but she is applying for a flight attendant's job both in denver and miami and also she has an active profile on sugar daddy website didn't think you would be doing that if you were married but we know her history she's actually cheated with al while al was married to landon and apparently according to landon's sister-in-law both landon and tisha were very good friends now i was told her daughter has a modeling contract or got a modeling contract in miami i haven't seen that to confirm it but i have been told that so if we think about her applying and her daughter's going it's unclear if she was gonna go with al and move if she got this job right because again she was going to denver or miami or the possibility now there is a couple of things that i've been noticing according to the lorson ranch area houses are starting to pop up like crazy going for sale so usually i know in canada the spring fever kind of starts in end of february march kind of we call it the spring fever but things are popping up like crazy so i'm wondering if people are like i'm out of here but that's just an observation now here's where my epiphany happened today when i start researching and gathering stuff i start seeing patterns right most of you probably do too the patterns i'm starting to see are starting to add up more quickly now that we have a little bit more to go on thank you tisha so i started thinking okay here's a woman who does not own up to anything it seems right from her statements from her getting mad at people from just she really doesn't take responsibility for actions even the driveway right well that's the neighbor the neighbor said that this is because he got paid for it was never like you know what i made a mistake right and i started thinking no ownership and she distances her language is very distancing in her interview like she says i'm tisha which is the stepmom right not i'm gannon's stepmom like which is the stepmom she's very very distant in her wording okay i believe she distanced herself from this child she had to she said i had to take care of him because the mom didn't mom wouldn't do it right all these little tidbits so she's not taking ownership and she's distancing herself. So I started to think, okay, if I'm her and I wanted something to happen, okay, I'm not saying she did do something, but we know she lied and we know she didn't come back with him. So let's just play along for a minute. If I wanted something to happen to him, I wouldn't want it close by. That's too close. That'll pin it on me, right? So probably not look in that area around me. Where is she gonna go? Well, wait a minute, she went to Petco. Okay, this has been bothering me since I found out about Petco. So 10.15, she leaves the house with Gannon. By 11 o'clock, she's checking out and she's buying three dog coats, right? She can afford the three dog coats, but they have to sell the couch. 
for replacing a little piece of carpet, right? Okay, so she's at Petco at 11. Then there's a two-hour gap from when she's at that Petco and comes back to the Petco at 1 p.m. So I started thinking, well, that's really close to Garden of the Gods, and everybody's talking about that. She's well aware of Garden of the Gods. She's very used to the area. But if I was her, and I know it's busy, I wouldn't go to Garden of the Gods. Why? Because that's what I'm familiar with. And I'm, I'm doing my makeup tonight, getting ready to be on camera. And then it hit me. If I were to do something, and I wanted it to be as far away as possible from my home so I don't, I don't get looked at, then I'm going to go to the Petco way up north so I can be on camera. Okay, this is just a theory. It's my opinion. Don't start freaking out. This is, this is my opinion. I have to think out loud, right? We're all thinking scenarios, so why not? So we're at the Petco on camera. But I'm not going to go to Garden of the Gods because people know I go to Garden of the Gods. People also know it's busy there. So I, I was thinking about her applying Denver and Miami. And I went, Wait a minute. How far is Denver? Siri, how far is Denver from Colorado Springs? Well, it's 64 miles, it said. Well, that to me would be what, about an hour drive? So she had two hours. She could have gone to Denver or halfway to Denver and back. We are thinking Colorado Springs is the boundary, but if I was Tisha, I wouldn't go where I normally go. There is a kajillion Petco's. Why are you going up north? You're definitely not going to go to the Garden of the Gods because you were saying Garden of the Gods, Garden of the Gods. Yeah, we were at the hike, we were at the hike the day before. You wanted people to focus on that. I think, as one of my theories, if she's going to do it, she's going out of town. Now, she rode a red truck. I don't know. To me, but maybe that's the whole point. Too obvious. But she's riding the red truck. I've, I'm saying, if you are watching this and you're from the Denver area or you're from Colorado Springs or you drove on that highway that day, did you see a red vehicle stopped on the side of the road? Did you see a red vehicle at a rest area? Did you see a red vehicle at the south end of Denver? I have nothing to go on, okay? I have no clues. I have no uh, specific evidence, nothing. But I just thought to myself, this is a girl who distances, distances, distance. Where does she go? Petco, the opposite side. And there... And that's the last place to look because she's from Colorado Springs. What's she doing in Denver? And would there be enough time? Well, yeah, 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock to Denver. And Denver on the way back, 1 o'clock, she's shown on cam. She's still in town. That's what I think. And I have no idea. I just, this pit in my stomach, had this thought, oh my God, I got to look this up. Look it up, and here's how I, here's where it is. You can agree with me, you can disagree with me, it's okay. Stick it in the comments below. Just a thought, and I thought, holy crap. She still has time to come home and play off like, okay, la-di-da-di-da. -di -da. I haven't even looked at Google Maps yet. I'm going to look at Google Maps. I'm going to start to look around there and see what's going on, because I haven't. I just, I had to get this video out here so that you have a video tonight. 
and I can dive deeper in there, but I just went, oh my God. It wouldn't be near her house, it's too close. She's a distancer. Let's chat in the comments below. We can talk about this and see what the heck is going on. It's been awfully quiet with law enforcement. I hope they are just stacking up whatever they can. And I really, truly hope we can find Gannon. And I hope he's home safe. Just really, really hope that it's not anything worse. But it's hard, right? It's hard. Please share this video. Give a like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.